When your child is upset or seems irrational, there could be a good reason underneath the surface for his or her behavior. And today, we're going to explore that, give you some ideas on how to help your child deal with um, what might be called negative feelings. I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta, who runs our parenting team here at Focus on the Family. Uh, Let's go ahead and kick off, though, with part of a conversation that Jim Daly and I had with Josh and Christy Straub. They're very open about things that they've worked through with their own kids. And here's Christy talking about how they helped their son Landon when he was afraid to go to school. Christy, you designed this book to help young children identify their emotional responses. And this came from, I think, a real-life situation that you had with your son Landon. And mm-hmm. it's a cute story. What happened? Yeah. We, I mean, we're, we're just average parents. And we, <laughs> and I mean that in every sense. Like, we... We were sending our son, he was going to a new school at the time, and he was just experiencing a ton of weird emotional reaction, like that we really couldn't pin down. He was crying in the mornings. He was begging us not to go. He was having weird, even just like physical reactions in his body. And finally one day, you know, and we're trying to be the courageous parents that are like, we can do hard things. You know, we would (laughs) never send you to a school that we didn't believe in and where you weren't safe and it, nothing was helping. Honestly, it was yeah. getting worse. And uh. so one morning I said, like, Landon, what does it feel like? And he looked at me and he said, mom, I feel flippy in my tummy. And I was flippy like, flippy in your tummy. Flippy. Oh, flippy in your flippy tummy. Flippy in my tummy. And I thought, that's fear. It's oh, just yeah. straight out fear. It's that gut it's, fear. It's that butterflies in the stomach, however we describe it. But this is coming from a kid's description of what an emotion feels feels like Mm. in your body, right? Because emotions, I mean, they feel big to us. They can literally overwhelm our lives as adults. As kids, I mean, they're experiencing really big feelings inside little bodies. And until we give them language that helps them put it in a box, really, which is what that um, emotions chart does, it gives them another face to look at to say, Yes, that right there, you know, when your cheeks get hot, you feel flippy in your tummy, that's fear. Okay, so it's like teaching your kid what blue is. We just have to teach them what the color blue is and have a box for that. And it's the same for emotion. And it helps them organize what feels chaotic and probably really scary. Well, organize and manage. Yeah, which is the key, yes. in my opinion, and help them understand what they're feeling and how to cope with it, right? Exactly, because this is where I think we can, like, we get this spectrum, right, of parenting, where then it becomes this permissive, like, whatever you're feeling is okay, and we'll just let you throw a temper tantrum on the floor of the grocery store because you just need to emote. <laughs> that is not what we're saying. And one of my favorite lines in the book is, "A feeling is just a feeling." It's not in charge of you. And this is where we get that to take. Good. I know. If, Say like, it again. If in for all of us, right? Like how many <laughs> yeah. times a day do I need to hear that? A feeling is just a feeling. It's not in charge of you. Because when we give feelings a name, when we organize and can understand in our little brains or our bigger kid brains, what are, what we're feeling. If it's depression, if it's anxiety, if it's fear, um, if it's sadness, we at least can start to organize and then we can say this feeling doesn't get to it doesn't get to be in control and it doesn't get to be in control of our kids either and that's our part as parents where we get to come in then and start coaching them on how we handle and manage emotion in a healthy way we don't just shove it out and dismiss it and, and not allow it we do but we have to look at it first because right. if we don't 
that's where it's going to come out. No, that's good. Uh, let me ask you this too. Um, you know, these barriers to emotional health, let's cover a couple of more. You've touched on them a little bit, but I really want to give the listener that perspective. Uh, you point to the frantic pace of families today. Uh, let's start there. How is that contributing to the problem of emotional insecurity? Well, I think even for that, how often are we in such a rush as moms and All dads? Like we're just trying to get the kids to the thing, right? To the <laughs> thing that we think is going to help them, I don't know, become president and, you know. Let's talk about years. church on Sunday morning, getting oh, ready okay. for church. Let's, yeah, let's, let's roll back. <laughs> let's go right to the soft spot. Like, Who has not failed at that point? <laughs> exactly. Huh? Kids, get ready for church. We're going to be spiritual. Okay. And what's really, what's, really, what's really powerful about this is when your own children say, Mom, Dad, a feeling is just a feeling. It's not in charge of you. Yeah, be careful because you're it, driving down the road. It becomes a real teachable moment for us. But real recently, like this is a like real story. Our son Landon going to school again. I was trying to get him to put on the sweatshirt. I was like, "It's cold. Wear the sweatshirt and then the coat." Um, and he was like, "No, Mom, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to." But then it like kept escalating and escalating to the point where he was like crying, throwing a fit about wearing a sweatshirt to school. And I was like, dude, like I, I can't, I can't, we just need to get out the house. And I'm like taking a deep breath and I don't know where I found it in me, but somewhere I found it in me to pause and step back. I'm like, buddy, what is really going on? Yeah. Why don't you want to wear this sweatshirt? Tears start coming down. And he tells me that uh, the week before he'd worn a sweatshirt to school. He tried to take it off, and you know how often you yeah. take off your sweatshirt and the shirt comes off with it underneath. Right. You see your belly. And a little girl in his class made fun of him Aww. that his he had his bare stomach in class. He was like, you know, pointed out Landon, oh. And he was so embarrassed. Mm-hmm. He's like, Mom, I can't. I can't. And I was like, that, doesn't that change everything? Like, oh, that makes so much sense, buddy. It like, does. that's, he was so embarrassed to go back to school and have to wear a sweatshirt and have to, you know, maybe expose his bare tummy again. And those are the things when we're so frantic, we don't take the time to go underneath like what is really going on? Because often there's times where, yeah, they're tired. Yeah, they just need food. I need food. Uh, You know, (laughs) there are times when it's just discipline, just poor behavior. But there are times when there is something really going on that in his world, I mean, that'd be akin to like, you know, one of us showing up here with our fly down, you know, yeah, <laughs> doing no. this whole broadcast. Well, I'm thinking maybe <laughs> we should we're... paint a clown face on Landon's tummy. Yeah. yeah. That's, I I, that's, see, that's the bad parenting. Yeah. I mean, see, that's hey, let's have some for. fun. I yeah. know, let's yeah. play, that paint that I'm clown face for that moment. Yeah. And then and aim know, for her. And when he's a teenager, <laughs> he'll probably have the emotional capacity to realize like that could be funny and yeah. you can turn it around. Well, especially when Whoa. he's a teenager and he's got a six pack and he's excited to. Yeah, right. Oh, that's a sports dad. But you know, the thing I want to make sure listeners know that we are serious about this because those are where the emotional triggers begin for adulthood. Yeah. You know, there's going to be something down the right. line, potentially, if Landon doesn't cope with that, right. where he's very self-aware of his body, his tummy, and yes. he's not going to want to go swimming yes. with other people. I was like that. I had yeah. freckles all on the back of my legs. Mm-hmm. And PE class, I dreaded swim day, mm-hmm. you know, where everybody went to the pool, and it was co-ed, and people mm-hmm. would make fun of my freckles. It was every time. And so I just, you know, that's when I started, well, I'm not feeling too well. 
I don't want to go swimming. I'll go shoot baskets in the in the gym. Yeah. But that's where those things happen, yeah. you know, yeah. and Landon has to figure out, okay, it's okay to see a bare tummy. It's not yeah. going to bother me. Why does it bother you, yeah. right? And as parents, like, we're not, and like, just like you're saying, we don't need to fix it for him. Right. But we do need to just be there. Well, Danny, just like what Landon faced, it's pretty common for kids to make fun of each other and to hurt each other's feelings. And when our child gets picked on, or we think that's being the case, what do we do? How do we come alongside them and kind of help them carry that burden and figure it out? First, emotionally, genuinely uh, be present with the fact that they feel hurt. Uh, And that's hard for you as a parent. Maybe you're not feeling it or you're going, oh, my goodness, it wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, bring your heart into it, into that feeling. Go, okay, this is a big deal to my child. Ask them the question, how come they get such a big vote in saying who you are? How, how, how come the, their words carry more weight than, let's say, mine or someone else's? What do you think is so important within that person that they get to vote so much? What have you heard other people say, and do they get as much of a vote in saying who you are, because many times the negative votes get the bigger power, and you you need to help kids recognize that early. Is that really how we want to do it? And if there's somebody that's a critic, and we'll have plenty of those along the way, and help them understand that, that we will always have critics, so we have to learn how to manage them, is how come they get such a vote, and do we want it to stay that way? And then continue to listen to them, uh, really walks or sitting down together, holding them or having uh, a meal together or ice cream or just something that you do side by side or together can begin to lift that loneliness that's felt when you're made fun of. And that's where you can begin. And then helping them with that toolbox of knowing that we will always have somebody that's going to be a critic or maybe say something that's hurtful it's important to learn how to manage those mm-hmm. and to really gain perspective. Yeah, we want to identify with our kids and what they're feeling, not dismiss it, not gloss over it, not say, oh, it won't matter in 10 years. You want to enter the moment, and that takes time, intentionality, it takes thoughtfulness, it takes presence, as you said, Danny. And we want to encourage you in that. Um, so really, no matter what age your kids are, I'd recommend the book by Josh and Christy Straub called What Am I Feeling? It really is a terrific resource. I mean, maybe you will benefit just from reading it yourself. Uh, it's an amazing little book. We're making that available for a gift of any amount. So please uh, reach out to us, donate online, uh, or when you call, we've got contact information in the episode notes. If you want to talk to somebody, if you need to unpack your emotional uh, situation, please know that we have caring Christian counselors here, and uh, they're made possible by friends of the ministry who donate. Call 800-A-FAMILY, request a time, they'll uh, get back to you. The initial consultation is free, and we're here to help no matter what challenges you and or your child are facing. And we'll have some insights from Cynthia Tobias next time, addressing ideas for raising a strong-willed child. We're back to that topic again. Surprise. (laughs) For now, on behalf of Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. 